you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Aussie, 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 oi, 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 it's me, Vicky Licks, here at Squirrel Talk Podcast, found on the Sonar Network, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I'm joined by, okay, I can't do this anymore, I'm Selena Vine, more Vicky Licks, let me welcome my brand new co-host, actually not brand new, We've she's been on the show before, she's been our co-host before, and she's finally back after a one-year hiatus, it's Hillary Yes. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> Hillary, before we get into you, can you give us your best Vicky Licks impersonation? Oh, yeah, yeah, Vicky Licks. Um, uh, if, if Vicky was here, she'd, she'd say something like, Hillary, get off the channel. I'm going to slap you. Or, or she does the other thing, which kind of sounds like um, a wacky version of Mr. Magoo, like, which is what you were doing like that. Hey, squirrels, how you doing today? Is everyone... Oh. That's good. That's good. That's good. She's going to love that. Um, <laughs> She's like famous for that voice. She got a cartoon gig out of that voice. Are you she has She has had cartoon characters designed after her for her to voice. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to play a mutant plant on some kid's cartoon TV show? And she never <laughs> brags about that for some reason. I think that's a flex. I'm like, yes, but she doesn't ever talk about that. I think it's hilarious that like I actually have put effort into trying to get into voice acting in my career and I know so many people that have put no effort into getting into voice acting and, ha- and are doing so much better at it than me. <laughs> and the the lesson is never try. Never try. Don't never just don't try. Try. It's all um, dumb it's all dumb luck. <laughs> it is. It literally is. It doesn't matter how hard you train. It's literally about when and where. Is yeah. what, that's what it is. Um, and when and where is right here, right now, on the first episode of um, Squirrel Talk podcast covering Drag Race Down Under. Woo! Vicky Lex, it had said goodbye to us last week. For some reason, that episode is missing now on some streaming platforms. Very mysterious. Literally, like, I don't know what happened. We'll try and get those back. But um, Vicky, thank you so much for creating this platform for your daughters me and Hillary, um, you created this four years ago and we're carrying on the legacy. We definitely are going to miss you. I know our, our listeners are going to miss you. And I'm going to miss you trying to slap Hillary every week. <laughs> every week? Well, I I mean, that's the reason I left, frankly. Just emotional, is- <laughs> and, emotional and physical abuse. No, it's all comic slapstick. We're, we're, a, we're a comedy house, so we're into that kind of Punch and Judy stuff. So, no, it's not abusive. Uh, I love her and... <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. Your your podcast is wonderful. I'm very honored to continue the legacy. So we are all we're it's all banana peels over here. Um, <laughs> we also have brand new artwork with photography by Blake Morrow, um, photographer to the stars, and also uh, editing by uh, Miss Jade, wonderful Toronto drag queen. It's beautiful. I've never felt so beautiful in my life. Hillary, you ah! have been, you've been away for a year from this podcast. Where have you been? We haven't seen you at all anywhere online. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> I feel like Ben de la Creme in this moment when uh, everyone was coming for her on All Stars 3. It's like, where you been, Ben? And I'm like, I've been doing things. You just haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you have. You've been working really, really hard. You've been doing a I, lot of your okay. online I went into the world of uh, figuring out my online content because I love 
creating. Um, I've been working on uh, a full parody album of Chromatica called Crophatica that I'm going to be premiering this summer at uh, my hometown Kingston uh, Fringe Festival to start yes. it off. So I'm really excited for that. I'm working a lot on that right now. So in case you're wondering where I've disappeared in the last month, this is what I'm doing right now. I've learned the ukulele. You're writing an entire album. You're playing, you're learning instruments. What's going on over here? Yeah, we, we've done some music video projects together. Uh, one of them, yeah. I Need to Pee, which is a Chromatica song uh, based on Rain On Me. Mm -hmm. I need to pee, pee. Is that going I'm... on the album or are you recording a whole new version? No, that's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, that was also the video was premiered at the Toronto Sketch Festival. Yeah. I wrote a whole web series called Catching Up with the Covids that won an award at the NYC Web Fest. That's right. It's an award winning. Um, I've, I've actually been really excited and happy with what I've been able to accomplish over this last year. It's it's been really surprising. That's the thing is because we see what everybody else is doing online. And then we can, we're like, oh, I'm not doing that. And then like, we get kind of like in our own heads about like when we're not doing stuff, but then you calculate the stuff you did do. And it's a lot. And it's like big, you want a New York Web Fest award. Right? I, I want a New York Web Fest award. I'll never be recognized in Toronto, <laughs> but um, I'm sure in New York, they apparently love me. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time for you to, it's time for us to get our visas and go down there. I know. Um, I think it's really fun, though. I mean, we're we're doing things, but it's really important to show gratitude of of what you're you've been able to be and do in your life. We're already very privileged to be who and where we are in general. Mm -hmm. um, there's many people in the world that are in much shittier positions than we are, and also to remember to appreciate other people's work because, like, when somebody gets something good or creates something great, you have to. Uh, let yourself uh, enjoy it and yeah. be like, oh, that's so good. I love that. Not be jealous. Just be like, I love this. I love this. Yeah. I, I always say like other people's successes are not your failures, but also exactly. other people's success inspires me. Like if I see someone doing something incredible, I'm like, oh, that's a possibility. That's something that I can do. Like that's something that like someone has achieved and uh, and like I can work towards that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just gives me more mojo. And I'm, I feel like almost like you should be taking a little bit of time in your career to do that too, even just so yes. you, you don't miss the, 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 the roses along the way or however you want to call it. So anyway, yeah. I've been having fun and you've been busy with squirrel talk and so many things. Are you excited to do this new one with me? I am. I'm actually really excited. Um, Vicky and I had our dynamic and you and I have a very different dynamic. Um, <laughs> we actually recorded this whole podcast yesterday and after two and a half hours of recording the recording was lost so we have to redo this so, yeah, so we're, we're not very happy campers right now but you don't need to know this no you don't need to know this our energy just like i just in case you notice anything fun about our energy today it's because of that we have much more important things to talk about like the current season of the circle oh my god yeah isn't that what we're talking about just the circle seriously season two yeah, yeah, we're here to discuss I, Trevor and Chloe. Oh, Trevor. I love The Circle. I was one of those shows that came on Netflix that I was like, oh, I'm going to hate this. And I uh, just didn't. I was obsessed. So do you have any faves for Circle Season 2? I do. Um, my fave is Long Gone. It was Tara Leisha. I thought she was... Okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought she had what it took to go all the way. Um, yeah. But that quickly, that quickly went out. <laughs> that quickly decimated. Um, yeah, she, was, she just kind of got in that thing with Savannah and it was like yeah. negative. And I think they both kind of took each other out, really. 
They did. They did. They took each other out. I blame Savannah. I'm 100% <laughs> here, Alicia. Um, yeah, F you, Savannah, if you're listening. <laughs> you're, you're an awful person. <laughs> no, they never I had to meet face to face, though, so it's fine. Well, I'm sure they will. At the reunion, which is next is on Wednesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm team Trevor. I think Trevor, I want Trevor to take it. I think Trevor deserves it. So are you team Trevor because you like uh, the backstory and the rationale of what they would do with the money, like buy the house for their family and stuff, or? It's a great story. However, no, I just think Trevor's wife, whose name I don't remember because they only said it in the first episode. But, <laughs> yeah, um, they're just Trevor. <laughs> it's totally Trevor. She's, she's a great player. And like, I love yeah. that she's so pro women and she's so positive. And like, even when, when chicks are flirting with her man, she's like, I like you. Like, she's like, she like, she's like down to like be friends with everybody. And well, I'm like, I mean, she made the choice of coming in as her man and she knew that he's hot and there people yeah. are going to be over him and she's going to be have to be okay with it so <laughs> when they showed him in the um in the video message from home <gasps> that was epic because i was like oh my god we get to hear the real trevor we get to see the real trevor they're such a perfect couple like they're both like that like they both just radiate positivity and good energy well, I'm down for uh, Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. Uh, yeah. I, as soon as I, I saw, because everything she says is incredible. Everything she says, or even the B-roll of her, like making uh -huh. a sandwich and then the, she takes a bite and the cheese falls out or something. Or like, <laughs> like, I wonder how many bubbles are in this bath. Oh, ah, an alert. <laughs> oh, Mitchell's trying to call me in the bathtub. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking cutie. She just, she goes, uh, it, it yeah. is, um, <laughs> she's a star she, she throws like she when she gets into bed she doesn't just get into bed she throws herself onto the bed or yes i, 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 I mean, want she, her to have her own talk show like i just want to like listen to her jabber on about something yeah she's really interesting i mean uh actually i wasn't into too hot to handle the show she was previously on and uh -huh. i totally went back and watched the whole thing um for yeah. chloe and yeah. to be honest, Chloe was the only decent person, in my opinion, on that show. She was. Um, like, Chloe had principles. And uh -huh. you know what Too Hot to Handle really showed me when I did watch it? Because I thought it was too stupid. Like, I watched one episode last year, and I was like, no, this is not for me. Right. Um, but when I did watch it, what I learned was that even in, like, a world of tens, you know, quote, unquote, beauty tens. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's like, still... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you know this very well. I am a two, so I have no idea what this is all about. Um, but in a world of tens, there's still a rating system. And I find that really disgusting. Like Chloe was turned away by what's his name, Cole or something. And I was disgusted by that because I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Geez, there's like a 10. 10.2 and 10.5 kind of system. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I thought it yeah. Was there's a scale for the tens. It's it's amazing to think. So about. you know what? That really showed me. It's like you know what? If you're a two like me out there, that's okay. Because if you're a two like me, <laughs> <laughs> even if you get to the so-called top of the pyramid and are working out and all this stuff that people are so into that this, these days, you know, with Jillian Michaels or like doing abs or you know all that crap. Yeah. Even if you get to the top of the pyramid with plastic surgery or whatever, it's still not enough. It never you'll, ends. You'll still be fighting. You'll it still be fighting. Yeah, it never ends. All right, well. Yeah. Okay. 
dive into the show. So this uh, episode isn't um, two and a half hours like the last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is the thing that we tend to ramble. So let's cut ourselves off and all right. Get get to what we came here for, which is Drag Race you Down Under season Woo! one, episode ow, ow, one. Ow, 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 kangaroo hopping. Hopping sounds. Um. Yeah, so, wow, this is a pretty campy season. I love it already. It's campy so far. I'm digging it. I'm pumped for this. Oh, you know what? Should we talk about, um, should we address the elephant in the room, which is the problematic characters, before we get into this? Okay, yeah, so Australians uh, are Australians, uh, and <laughs> they're very blunt and straightforward, and they do have, um, it's a penal colony country, right? Yes. Uh, so essentially a British colony, but for prisoners. Mm -hmm. um, and so the Brits kind of took over the whole continent and pushed out the whole Aboriginal people there. Right. Um, essentially. Uh, so like there's a very complicated history with um, Aboriginal people and the British people that were there. Yes. So let's talk about some of the quote unquote red flags. Okay. So first of all, we have um, Karen from Finance. Yeah, who's a very popular character who has um, has had an article come out like just a few years ago. It wasn't even that long ago about her love for these racist dolls. Yes. And her racist doll collection and this huge racist tattoo on her shoulder. Do you know what the tattoo? Do you know what, what the doll is? I don't know the word for it. Oh, I can't remember the word and it's not worth remembering the word yeah. in my opinion, but like, yeah. I, it, I think it's very similar to, you know, in like uh, Norway or Sweden, they kind of still have the blackface on TV. Like they do blackface. Well, yeah. Cause there's this character like black Peter, which is kind of based in racism. Right. Uh, Germany kind of had that for a while. I think they Denmark, um, uh, Amsterdam still does it or like, uh, Netherlands. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of this kind of same sort of idea. Like, Black Peter, like the 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 assistant to Santa Claus or some stupid thing, and right. you know it's it's definitely the a kind of black stereotype that is similar, let's say, to what we know in the West as American mime culture. Yeah, yeah, you know, so like it's it's all rooted in a kind of similar value, and I think the dolls are similar to that. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, she probably had a pretty impressive doll collection. She just didn't realize, uh, the racist connotation <laughs> of her or doll. Or maybe she did and she thought it was funny. Like there was a time. Yeah. Yeah. Many years ago where I thought racist jokes were funny. Of and course. we've educated ourselves since then. And like, we've stopped well, that yeah. behavior. Well, so hey, Karen... I think that's the definition of a progressive society. Yeah. Like you, you don't really, like, you have to kind of look back at yourself and cringe a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think that's good, you know, that we're progressing yeah. in that way. She has apologized. Some people don't accept the apology. Some people do. Um, I There's another person on the show called Scarlett Adams who has a history of, like, blackface, wearing Native costumes, okay. doing... Um, putting on a lot of performances that are a hundred percent racist and she's mm. only 27 like, mm -hmm. like she's not she's not she's she, this is pretty recent history so okay so she's a little ignorant let's say yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i would say and i haven't so read you, her apology but i heard that it's not as um, it doesn't seem as legit 
Yeah, as as Karen's did. Yeah, right. And Karen, I think, does definitely has tried to do some learning. So that, that I mean, that's different. I mean, I suppose. <clears throat> but you know, I think everyone has the opportunity to learn. But okay, is there another red flag or? Well, I've heard talk of et cetera, et cetera, being um, something of a bully in her community. So oh. I, I think there's a lot of people who like look at her in a very negative light. We see a little bit in the episode. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I definitely that. got that a lot during the episode. She seemed a little uh, mean in that yeah. kind of... And I don't mean to shade uh, the recent queen, Utica. I thought she was kind of like that lovely quirkiness, but right. sometimes didn't necessarily see herself, I think. Um, For sure. And I think et cetera, et cetera, reminded me a little bit of that energy that's like, do you see yourself sometimes? Yeah, hopefully she does after yeah. after literally seeing herself on TV. I mean, she's going to be she's going to be forced to see herself on TV, which yeah. is going to be interesting. So I I'm not necessarily ready to hate anybody, um, but yeah, I think we should bring up these red flags necessarily. Yeah, we don't have to bring it up constantly, just I want to like put it out there so we're all uh we're all on the same page about that. Mm -hmm. um but now we can just go ahead and review the episode and enjoy it for what it is okay perfect so uh i don't know it starts rupaul does her little monologue um and i i did you have the subtitles on while you were watching this sometimes? i did i did yeah the first time i didn't and i regretted it the second time i was like oh that's what they said <laughs> so like rupaul starts off by saying um Kiri Aura racers, and i suppose that's a greeting uh traditional greeting either uh -huh. in or australia actually I you know what Tash Riot, Australian drag queen in Toronto, um, put out a video yesterday going over the slang she heard on the show and explaining it to North Americans. I watched it. Some, most of it was was in there. Yeah. I don't know if Curiora was in there. But I, don't, yeah, I remember hearing Curiora. Check out Katash, because Tash is going to help us with a lot of the slang. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're going to rely on Tash a lot. <laughs> which is great. Because Wikipedia doesn't know everything, apparently. Um, we should also bring Tash on as a guest for the show, for sure. I would love that. Um, okay, so searching for the next drag race down under Superstar. Uh, you're gonna have to have the right qualifications. Dad joke. Um, <laughs> whole lot of Perth finality, as in Perth in Australia. <laughs> I love that. It's also a joke on a lisp, which we get later on in the mini challenge. Yeah, RuPaul seems to think that they're really lithby over there. Um, which I've never then, heard. I've never heard that before. I've never gotten that stereotype before. <laughs> I know. And then piece of piss, am I right? Uh, which is an Australian expression for piece of cake uh, over here. Oh, okay. Same, same thing. I mean, can you understand what piece of cake actually means? I can't. I, I think it's the same piece of piss. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really make sense, does it? I never thought about it. No, like what the hell, what the hell does a piece of cake mean? I don't know. <laughs> is it low calorie? Is it high calorie? Does it have sour cream in it? Is it well done? Is it burnt? Is it moist? A well done is cake. Is it moist? Can Don't I say, say moist again? Word. Stop it, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So the first person to walk into the workroom is Art Simone saying, Ooh. I'm not here to fuck spiders. That is the greatest saying. Um, not only that, she looks amazing. She's in a, a beautiful uh, painterly uh, dress. Uh -huh. Beautiful, like, multicolor um, streaks in a blonde hair updo. Yeah, that like, really uh, is beautiful. Uh, a hair. paintbrush sticking out of it or something. Uh-huh. She, um, she's, it's branding. It's branding because her name is Art. So, like, Art she so came much. in as 
someone working on art. <laughs> and, and, and let's just say, I mean, she's a strong contender. I mean, her last name is already the the previous winner of Drag Race. Right? We're going to so, get so much Simone this year. Yeah, there's a lot of Simones. Uh, yeah. I loved it. She's beautiful. She's already iconic. She's very well known in the drag scene. Yeah. Yeah. And she seems like she's a nice, warm, uh, lovely personality. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how. We'll see. There's a lot of cattiness on this episode, but it didn't come from her. So that I'm I'm getting good vibes from Art. Yeah. Um, she's 28. She's from Melbourne. I'm down with her so far. Oh, let's, let's nut and cut. We're gonna do nut and cut, right? Let's yeah, nut. we'll get. I mean, we'll get to some more specifics. Let's just keep on. So next right, up let's was not nut and cut these intro looks. Then fine. Oh, you want to nut and cut this intro yeah. look? This is de- okay. This is totally a nut. Yeah, it's a nut. This is a nut. It's a nut. It's a nut, it's a nut baby. It's a nut. Okay. I want a hundred. Um, <laughs> speaking of a hundred, here comes Maxi Shield. Maxi Shield, forty-six. Uh, oh, from Sydney, saying, "What the bloody hell is going on around here?" Yeah, her her entrance line was iconic because I feel like she was in her head and like, "Well, I have this idea, I have this idea," but then she's like, "Ah, fuck it all. <laughs> I'm just gonna say whatever the fuck comes out of my mouth when I come in here." And I, I like, I've been think. Here's the other thing, Maxi Shield kind of reminds me of probably myself in 10 years um well she's 10 years older than you like practically to like 11 i guess but yeah so (laughs) she reminds me of myself (laughs) because she considers herself to be very sexy and (laughs) she is over 40 um and she loves purple i love this outfit she's wearing this like purple sequin um uh, jumper that she's mm-hmm. got on with the um, with the purple like hair looks amazing. Double double F boobs. Yes, huge or like, I don't even know, like Zeds. I don't know. They like they like Jimbo size breasts. There. They. I would say Jimbo's are probably bigger, but yeah. she. You know whose vibe she's giving me, and I don't like to compare queens to other Rue girls. No, no, no. And but I'm getting Mrs. Kasha Davis vibes. Just in oh. that she's older and she's hilarious. I, I loved Mrs. Kasha Davis on her season. I wanted her to last longer. I'm yeah. getting like milfy, um, hilarious. I think she. I think she looks like a lot of fun. I'm excited about her. Oh, Maxi Shield is a total nut for me, girl. Yeah. She she's uh, she's a life of the party, and she seems like she knows what she's doing. I will. And walks this. in, uh, Jojo, Jojo Zaho. Bite the pillow, ladies. Mama Zaho, and she's going in dry. That was a uh, that was dirty, <laughs> very dirty. Also dirty is the fact that she walked in in like this like clear PVC type of material. Yeah. What, and what was this look? <laughs> I'm not I'm not completely sure. I'm concerned about the sound effects because every time she moved, <laughs> every time she moved, you hear the crinkle of the outfit, like it like rubbed on itself. But oh, like, so that was so. That was so not even the sound that it was making. I but, know. But if you watch it with subtitles, the subtitle said fart. fart. fart Every time that noise was made. I'm like, <laughs> Whoever's doing the closed captioning is doing JoJo dirty right now. Um, other than that, though, she is uh, BRP Wari. Uh, uh, Warmai. Warmai. Yeah. Um, BRP Warmai, I think. Apparently, there's mer- multiple ways to say that, depending. Um, I know it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is an Aboriginal try representing, um, which is amazing. Uh, and uh, I think that's really cool to see somebody like that on the show. Cause I want to know more. 
Yeah. More. Yeah. 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 Me too. She, and she tells us more. Like she, she brings us a lot of, of representation today. Yeah. So as for the look, I don't know what it is. I think it's very all over the place. It's a little bit like cartoon character. Yeah. It's not uh, giving me hurt. It's not giving me hurt. Cause she brings a lot of looks this, this episode that are like quintessentially Jojo. And I don't think this is one of them. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what to think about it. So uh, I like her, but I don't necessarily I'm not sure about the look. Uh, so I guess She's wearing it's a foam, a foam wig, which you're a fan of. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a cute little foam wig. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess, you know, in the interest of cutting someone, I guess I, I give her the cut just because the look. I'm going to give it like a cut as well. Also, the makeup to me feels, I like the makeup. I like where she's going with it. There's yeah. something about her face that feels unfinished. Like, I feel like it it needs more makeup on her face. I don't know. I just, I, I'm right. not getting um, uh, a full illusion from her, I believe. Right. Just not quite enough makeup, maybe. Yeah, you're, you're probably yeah. right. I mean, it, especially with all the, the cartoony highlights she did, it's kind yeah. of strange that there's not more makeup there maybe, but yeah. uh, I really like her. I'm really excited, but uh, she she's one of those queens that might uh, might have benefited from some more polish or something, but yes. I don't know. So up next was Electra Shock. Um, saying, I was a model before the accident. <laughs> these these taglines are incredible um they all brought good taglines yeah 28 years old from auckland new zealand which uh, she refers to as uh tamaki makoro which i right. love because i find that everyone in australia and new zealand is very aware of the land that they're sitting on they're aware of like the original name they're the aboriginal name um mm. of the land that they're sitting on um, which is something that like we try to do in theater here in Toronto. We give a lot of like land acknowledgements, but I don't see it everywhere. Like I don't see us all like really being aware of our history and aware of our like uh, nature. No. I think that, you know, in general, and I'm not going to say this for all drag queens, let's say, but most drag queens tend to be more um, on the left liberal side and more trying mm -hmm. to be more aware on things. Mm -hmm. Not all. And we're not going to talk about them, but um <laughs> Uh, they, uh, you know, so I think it, it, it is representative of a lot of them that they would be more sensitive to these things. Now, did you know Electroshock before the show? Did you watch yeah, House of Drag? House, House of Drag, right? But yeah. I, she was on like season one or two or something. She was on season two. She was runner up. And House of Drag was um, a New Zealand show for New Zealand yeah. queens. Hosted by two contestants who come up later. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they were Judge and Electra. They also are okay. cross. So Electra works for them. Okay, but uh, what do you think of her look? It was kind of a basic, basic yeah, red thing, illusiony. It's a dance costume. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just it's very like didn't look like it necessarily fit right necessarily. Right. Um, yeah, I think art was like the nipple pasties are a little too high or something like that. Yeah, um, and I don't think there was boobs. I think she was going with the flat yeah. chest look, which. You know what? I'm fine with that, but at uh -huh. the same time, I'm like, well, when when certain things are wrong, it does, it's still like we're still trying to do an illusion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing is, you don't need to pad, you don't need to have breasts, but there still need to be proportions in some way, right? Like there yeah. still need to be some I'm sort still of outline. looking for some sort of like illusion or yeah. You know, I'll judge you on your own criteria, but like you know, give me something to work with. Um, right. And the wig was apparently thirsty. It was yeah. They keep bringing that up. 
I don't know. So it's kind of a cut look for me. I, it's I, really interesting for me to watch her on this episode because when I watched her on House of Drag, she walked in the most confident, mm. the most like, this is my house and you're all living in it, that type of attitude. Whereas here she walks in and immediately is cut down and immediately shows that she's like the underdog and doesn't really um, have I, the name. I think New Zealand is akin to um, Canada uh, when it comes to the United States. Do you yes. Know? Yes. I mean, like if I was on U.S. Drag Race, I would probably feel a lot like Electra. I'd be like, OK, playing with the big boys, even though, yeah. you know, they're but whatever. So. Which is so funny. Like even Tash Raya in her video, she's she gives a disclaimer. She's like, I don't know much about um, New Zealand, so I can't tell you what their slang is. Which is so it's, funny because everyone I know from New Zealand knows everything about Australia. <laughs> it, I think it's very similar in that yeah. in that regard. You know, Canadians know everything about America. Americans know nothing about Canadians. Right. So, um, <laughs> moving on, though. Uh, what was Scarlett? Scarlett, what's her last Adams? Scarlett Adams, yeah. The most, um, uh, uh, basically, we'll use that word again, basic name. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, Adams. Is that Adams' mm -hmm. family? I don't know. But Scarlett Adams, she comes in. She says, I mean, her tagline is pretty basic. Ready yeah. to paint the town Scarlett? Yeah. Oh, no. Who's ready yeah, to it. put who, Who's ready to put the tuna in Scarlett? Stop. No, is that what that ghost captioning told you? Who's ready to paint the town Scarlett? No, I just can't read my handwriting. Sorry. <laughs> um, put the tuna. Listen, I'm sure someone is going to put the tuna in Scarlett Adams pretty soon. I don't know. I'm not into that. Um, yeah, Scarlett was kind of uh, fashion-y, I guess you would say. I mean, she's walking in looking like Aquaria to me. And to me, oh. she looks like someone who learned her fashion from watching previous Drag Race contestants. You know what I mean? Like, I absolutely agree with you. The hair yeah. is very, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Blakelyn. Don't call him Blakelyn Heights. <laughs> Yeah, Blake, Blakelyn Heights. Uh, the hair was very Brooklyn. The outfit was very Aquaria. And then she had that um, belt, bu that like buckle top that is very Naomi. So like, I'm not seeing any yeah. Scarlet Adams. I'm seeing all influences from Brew Girls. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, she's trying to say she's some sort of fashion girl. But I think she said she's a burlesque person. Yeah, she said she's in the world of burlesque, which like, Use that. Like, yeah, I mean, showing us you're a burlesque queen. I would love to see that. I don't see burlesque in this look. I see Aquaria, like you said. Yeah. And I don't know if I necessarily consider Aquaria burlesque. Um, I think Aquaria could definitely do burlesque, and I'm sure she has and done it very well. But mm. it's not really reflected in her looks. I feel like I'm going to start talking like Moira Rose now. Um, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Coco Jumbo enters yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah, Coco Jumbo, yeah, her, yeah, her... yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's a song. You I like love that, that song. Um, so Coco Jumbo has the craziest tagline. I wrote it down. It was, ah. um, <laughs> oh, my good gay girly god, you guys. Oh, wait, I'm going to do this uh, uh, a la Moira Rose. Yeah, do that, please. Oh my good gay girly god, you guys. <laughs> this is what the fuss is about. Sorry I left Sydney. So sorry I lied to you, Sydney. Tongue pop. Tongue pop. Um, excellent reading, Hillary. Thank you so much, Miss Moira. <laughs> um, 
Coco is 29 from Sydney. She looks like a lot of fun. She looks hilarious. I love the faces she makes in her confessionals. You know what is funny though? I can't remember what she's wearing. Because it's it's off the rack. It's like it's like basically it's just like a, a dress. It's a simple dress. Yeah, it's like a good damn girl on a Friday night. Uh yeah. I will say it definitely wasn't wearing her because I can't even remember what it was. I think it was right. something cute. Yeah, um, there's nothing almost, wrong with it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't um, kind of like, like my background, like this kind of leopard cheetah or it, something. It is kind of like your background right now, which nobody can see, unless you want us to do a Patreon. If you want us to do a Patreon where you can watch our video of us recording mm-hmm. this, let us know in the comments. Yeah, you can see what <laughs> disgusting pieces of trash we actually are. Yeah, uh, reach out to us on, on Instagram at Squirrel Talk Podcast <laughs> uh, and let us know uh, if you want to see our beautiful faces on your, if you want to support a Patreon for us, maybe. Yeah. So we can make some coins uh, to uh, put in a bucket <laughs> somewhere. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Bucket of coins. So Coco, yeah, total nut. I don't think we've been nutting and cutting. Oh, Scarlet. we stopped doing it, didn't we? I'm going to cut Scarlet. Scarlet was a cut. Coco's yeah. a nut. All right, who was next? Ketamine? Ketamine? Yeah, ketamine. Ketamine. Yeah. How yeah. delightfully Cam. That was what she said, right? That's what yeah. she said. Oh, my God. And her outfit. This is this is a foam wig. That is like a four hundred dollar foam wig. This is you know a lot about foam wigs because you have ordered foam wigs from Australia. Yes, I have. Uh, I haven't ordered like a foam. I've I've ordered like kits to build them from um, Foam Wig Fun. Check out Foam Wig Fun. They're really right. uh, good. I don't know if they're operating right now, but um, they have really cool kits. Uh, I'm concerned about that. what the shipping is on that. Not bad at all. What uh, really? And the kits are pretty cheap. So. Yeah, he was. Yeah, was. It's a good business. I I was very happy with it. Okay. Yeah, and he will do custom foam wigs for you too. So. Um, wow. But yeah, foam it, wigs it, are not ex- uh, cheap as you think. In fact, um, they're pretty. Uh, you just told us it was. <laughs> well, but no, but like a, but like if like ketamine's wig is, I can easily see four hundred dollars. Right. If you were gonna get a, a similar wig in like hair, like. Mm-hmm plastic cankalon or whatever right um that wouldn't be that much because you'd use like co- wire coat hangers and like one wig maybe two that's like se- 70 140 you know and then styling like le- it would be less like it would be yeah. less yeah so, it'll be less it'll be less yeah. um and this anyway. is a very fun outfit it's very colorful it's very clowny i mm-hmm. love the camp factor of it um I think we're going to see a lot of fit issues with ketamine because she just lost a lot of weight. Yeah. This look though is really nice. It's like yeah. Katy Perry, uh, Cario Pamu Pamu, just delightfully magical girl realness. Like love Yeah. It. Right down to the shoes, like the shoes and the socks, like right down to the last detail. Yeah. She's a total nut for me. Uh, yeah. And, and she's a nut. Uh, speaking yeah. of nuts, next up is, Etc. Etc. The campy oh, 1950s cockroach. She's so quirky. Um, you can't kill a cockroach. She says, dress <laughs> as a cockroach. Yeah. As she's her, a young 22. As her uh, a, like pipe cleaner antenna decides to fall off her. Head. <laughs> yeah. 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 That. So uh, I it, it didn't. To me, there's a there's a, a cheapness that I'm seeing to this outfit, and maybe it's because it's brown. I think brown just looks cheap. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I think the look was pretty cute, um, and I think she came across nice. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to give this a cut because I think it was nice, but I, w- I, I do find her, her personality a little questionable, perhaps. But well, I'll give it a cut. 
Okay, so I'm going to nut it and we'll just ah! move on from her at the moment. But yes, please. I, I actually quite like this kind of cockroach idea. There was even wings on the back. Um, All right. So Anita Wiglet. Anita Wiglet. It's time to Wiglet. Yeah, is the next out. 31, also from Auckland, I think, maybe. She's also from Auckland, 31, but looks 40. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her words, not ours. Uh, yeah, she is coming. She walks in looking to me like, a lion tamer, like a ringmaster, like oh. the circus, the circus motif I'm getting from this outfit. Oh, Even yeah, though she had a little know, whip. She had a little whip yeah, too. She had the whip. She had right. the whip with her. I it doesn't, it's not giving me like even the the shoulder spikes and the hip spikes are not giving me anything grand. I'm yeah. I'm not loving this as much as I love ketamines. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like a more da basic dance suit. Um and I, I, I mean, that was okay. Um, it was, a, it was an interesting choice for someone as campy as her, but maybe she's trying to like step out of her box. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. Why would you want to step out of your box on your intro look? I don't know. It, it's confusing to me, but it was fine. It yeah. was fine. Now they try to start a little bit of drama here. When Kitty Mean had walked in, they brought up the fact that A, she's Electroshock's boss, and B, she has a, a duo that she's known for. She works and is business partners with. Anita. And so she had said something yeah, about and Anita of the Kaluzi Cabaret in the, and, in of, the... and hosts of Drag House of Drag. House of Drag, yeah. Yeah. And so Anita or what's her name? Kita had said that she's she cut off her coattails, meaning Anita. And then when Anita walks <laughs> in, Art starts to be like, tell her what you said about the coattails. Let's get oh some drama God. going. But literally... I thought you said Art was the nice one. She's stirring the pot already. But it's it's comedy. Um, here's the thing. Yes, am I right? I think everybody knows that these two are friends. They're unshaped. You're not gonna. Oh, they're yeah. not gonna turn them against each other. They try to play this up again. I mean, if, if, the if we were both on Drag Race and um, you walked in and you saw that I was there, uh -huh. I mean, would you be surprised if I was stirring shade about you already? Like, yes, I would. I would want. I, I would want us to work together. Oh, but I, I mean, <laughs> but you wouldn't, <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be surprised. I, of course, I'd be making fun of everybody. It's like, oh, well, oh I guess well, no, 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 if you're making fun of me, that's one thing. Like if you're being your regular Hillary self, but if you're like all of a sudden, like trying to cut me down to oh. me, then oh. that, that well, I would be surprised by. That's different. I don't mean that kind of meanness. I, right. I don't think of shade as meanness necessarily. I think of shade as like just kind of making, uh, jokes or whatever yeah but, and i think um, the show and some of the girls are trying to to create a storyline here with the two of them being like all of a sudden rivals which is like no we're not buying it also they probably both knew they were going to be here they're both they're business partners together one of them would have had to tell the other that they're going to be taking a month off you know what i mean like I it's mean, not i know i mean <laughs> they, they, there must have been a wink wink nudge nudge oh, i won't see you there <laughs> yeah um so no i mean yeah i i don't believe the rivalry i think that they're in it to win it they, they love yeah. each other yeah um so Anita, yay! And then finally walks in the one and only Karen from Finance, down from the fourth floor, working on accounting projects. It's Karen. That's right. Arguably the biggest name outside of Australia. Um, I love how she just charges right towards the camera. So like, I can't see my mark anywhere. <laughs> uh, that was incredible. I, I mean, and her other thing she said, who cares? Like the first one was great. Uh, yeah. I can't see my mark anywhere. The biggest Karen, she is the Karen. Uh, 
I mean, I think she's had a big resurgence since Karen's have been become so popular and memeable. Totally, totally. Her name means something completely different now. And her look is wonderful. She looks like um, the Home Alone aunt, like Kevin McAllister's aunt from Home Alone. Oh my God, she's so fuller. Go easy on the Pepsi. She's yeah, so yeah. that woman. Is this is this real? Is this real silver? Is this real silver? <laughs> Put it in your purse. Put it in your purse. Frank. Um, she, <laughs> she you, you said that you love her outfit and actually so did Jojo. And this is where we get like, we start to see some of Jojo's incredible lines. Just like when she says, she took my land. It's only fair that I take her costume. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh my God. She has a lot of good ones. She's bringing the representation real hard. Did you hear, she had a little uh, bitchy moment where somebody came in. I can't remember who it was. She's just like, you're standing on your chiffon. It was electroshock. It was electroshock. I just want to say that to people. You're yeah. standing on your chiffon. <laughs> You're standing on your chiffon. Every everything that came out of her mouth. It was a Chloe moment. Like JoJo is incredible. Yes. Yeah. Definitely Chloe level lines coming out of her mouth. <laughs> um. Oh. So that's it. Okay. That's total nut for me. Really. That's cute. it. Speaking um, of coming out of her mouth, here comes into the workroom, RuPaul. G'day, g'day, g'day. G'day, g'day, And said hello, hello, hello. Um, she announces that they are going to be doing a mini challenge where they are going to be auditioning for Thor, a Thor parody called Thar. Yes, and um, the one and only Taika Watiti is going to be directing them. Now, I don't know who Taika Watiti is. Can you please enlighten me? Because you seem to know who it is. Well, I told you yesterday, but I'll tell you again. I know, but tell the audience <laughs> for the sake of people who are like me and don't know. All right, so Taika is a wonderful... We're keeping up appearances here. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful Hollywood director, uh, native uh, of... Uh, New Zealand or Australia? I can't remember. I, think I believe New it's New Zealand. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he uh, is directing a bunch of Marvel movies lately, like the Thor series. And he is recently, uh, like you also will know, I love his movie Jojo Rabbit, which was out and was doing very well. Uh, it was so uh, good. Yeah. This guy sounds like he's had an incredible career that I've never heard of. He's great. He's great. He's really good. He's yeah. very sexy. He's, and he's very handsome and suave, so. And he's funny. In these clips, I'm like, this guy's got, when he, when he like tosses the person's, the coffee that someone's handing him <laughs> in the middle of saying his name. Yeah, he funny. did the total, uh, the diva turn moment when he yeah. just slaps away some coffee. I would loved it. Um, he also did a lot of pre-recording, was probably never present um, because all of his critique or all of his directing was very generic. It was very vague. It was very like, Yes, good job. It was mostly wordless. It was like turning away from the camera, giving a no case. Like it was like the he barely spoke, which you know what? Good for him. Get your money. Um, so first up for the audition, let's just go through like who we thought stood out, which is not a lot of people because everything right. went by really quickly. This seemed like a really like. I, I mean, I thought like pretty much everyone was good. I think this is a real season of performers. Rue was very funny giving directions. I love that she's able to like improvise yeah. hilarious, ridiculous directions of people. 
I mean, at the same time, it kind of gives me a little bit of PTSD, like from every audition I've ever been on with a, an evil director like that. That's just yes. like telling you to do things. And you're like, uh, I just want the job or let yeah. me go home. <laughs> and then when you watch the commercial, the person is doing absolutely nothing. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like the person who booked the role. Oh, yeah. The act, the person who always books the role, like they just don't do anything. Just look at the camera like, oh, I like babies. And then it, I don't know, it's stupid. yeah. Um, so also I thought Scarlet was a little bit uh not the greatest, but she wasn't uh, the great and also Rue asked her to shoot laser from her boobs and she doesn't have boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I know this this is the thing about the flat chest stuff. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. See the point, but uh, you know, this is an illusion. Like put on pads, like try just try it. I don't know. But um Um Electra stood out to me. Um because even at like not even the scream, but it was right after the scream when she like went into like a little whistle. Like, yeah, Electra was really Very good. Fun. Yeah, uh, she read her lines well and like with commitment. Like, yeah, well, everyone everyone kind of went into this territory of like, hey, fresh, fresh, pushy, pushy, pushy. Everyone's good, but Electra was like, I'm gonna take your cock off and eat it. You know, like he was acting. Yeah, it was more Marvel movie. So, total um, winner. Also winner was Jojo's improvised line when she saw the um, the pit crew saying, I'd like to colonize their colons. Oh, can you, uh, can we talk about the pit crew? They were attractive in this really tight little underwear. They were, they were. Uh, I was particularly taken by the bearded man with the, uh, I'm not gonna say hairy, there was hair on his chest. I'm not gonna say he's hairy chested. The, um, he was, he, he floats my boat. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit actually, cause our mother just posted a really hot, thotty picture, uh, muscly with really skimpy underwear that looked very similar. I was like, well, uh -huh. well, well, mommy. Yeah, go follow Mickey Lips, <laughs> but don't make me look at that. That's my mother. I don't want to see my I know. mom. I, I don't, it's hard for me to look at it. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely follow Vicky Licks uh, for some thoughty pics, some muscle pics. She's really in a cool world right now. So, mm, um, cool so that was Sorry. great. Yeah. Electra won. I think she won like some Fierce Drag Jewels or something, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, she won a dazzling necklace set from <laughs> And then they get into the de-dragging, right? That's right. They start checking each other out to see who's sexy and who's not. Yeah. Um, and this is where we start to see some cattiness. We start to see a lot of judgment. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. We see some people who are thirsty for Electra and feel bad about their judgment. Mm -hmm. um, we see some people judging um, our girl, Maxi Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who's who was doing the judgment specifically? It was mostly oh, Cedric, yeah. Cedric, and Coco. Like et cetera, they were kind of together. And yeah, yeah. Coco and Coco was maybe being a little nicer about it. Coco was definitely was being really nicer, yeah. there. Yes, et cetera. Um, was, yeah. I mean, and also she called uh, uh, what's her name the tradie of the season, which is apparently like you know a, a construction worker, which we learned from Tash Ride's video. That's right. So not trade, but tradee, which is interesting. Uh -huh. And then also then called her a truck driver. And then she said that in drag, she's a truck. I was, yeah. this is where comedy kind of like crosses over that line into just mean. Well, there has to be some truth to comedy and there's no truth to that. Like Maxie's yeah. gorgeous in drag. Uh-huh, exactly. So I was just like, okay, comedy is comedy, but mean is mean. Yeah. And 
Yeah. Jojo talks about uh, racism. In- yeah. This is when we come back the next day and they're doing their makeup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jojo mentions that she grew up in a mission, which uh, people don't know what that is. I didn't know what it is. It's basically mm-hmm. um, a concentration camp for black people where cities well, like out- a, I guess you might call it like a ghetto or something area like a, a, a segregated area of town right well it also sounded like they're not allowed to leave that area like they're oh, not allowed yeah. to step into town yeah isn't that is, crazy it's insanity yeah and I think the, the the hardest part about hearing that is that Jojo is only uh 30 Mary, yeah 32 30 yeah 30 and they remember this from their childhood yeah that's like, terrifying. That's not long ago. That's not long ago at all. That's. And I'm sure it's it still exists. Like I'm sure it's it's not a thing of the past. So um, I, I I'm learning a lot. I, these are some of the questions I had about Australia because I, I I didn't know. And wow, that's mm-hmm. um, I'm so glad that JoJo's there to educate. And this is why like representation matters. This is why we have to get diverse stories on our screen to give out diverse perspectives and like yeah just show us educate us on on things that like that like um white media doesn't tell us about yeah and it really sucks uh i mean like i'm a white person and sometimes you know it it can you can feel a little bit like hard done by it's like oh diversity is happening i guess i'm not gonna get a job but at the same time you really have to take a step back and say um wow i'm learning things yeah this is actually good so yeah yeah i that's all i'll say about that uh next up was kita and her struggle with weight and the fact that she's had a gastric sleeve surgery to lose it all yes yes lucky kita saved up your pennies for a gastric sleeve surgery i mean if you're gonna own a business do something with your money that will make you happy and she's done it um I, I don't know how recent it happened, but um, but it definitely is something that like changes your life. You're like living in a new body all of a sudden. Yeah, because it, it happens pretty fast because you just you just don't have because the thing is when you eat a lot, your stomach gets bigger. So yeah. you, like there's more room to fill it up. So you don't feel full as fast and all that. It it's kind of right. a weird cycle. Right. So if you just change the size of your stomach, you eat less. Yeah, and so Electra asked her how she's going to feel about doing the nude runway because, I mean, how do you feel about your body, all that yeah. stuff? And then they kind of try and throw another wrench at her, which is um, competing versus Anita. Oh, yeah, they're and just they trying really to... really try and play this up and, like... Who's going to go home first? Yeah. I'm like, okay, get over it. Yeah, I'm not buying into the storyline at Oh, I mean, the, the reality is like if you and I were on the show, I, I and someone asked me who's going to go home first. I, I would I mean, th- I would obviously say it's Selena's going home first. Yeah, because you, you're supposed to have that competitive spirit, right? You're so, supposed to want to win. Exactly. So I would expect you to say, oh, Hillary's going down. It's like, of course, of course, you should think that. But um yeah, but I'd be my lib- my Libra diplomat uh, self, and I'd be like, oh, you know, Hillary works really hard. She really deserves the opportunity. <laughs> I mean, I, I I read between the lines when it comes to you. That that means Hillary's a bitch, and I fucking hate her. Um, Send her home. So the other disaster happens, which is a latex rip with Scarlet, because um, she has a full body uh, latex suit, 
and the which I was looking up like we were looking yeah. up like how you can possibly get into a full body latex suit and apparently it's from the neck <laughs> which I don't understand like do you go one, one foot in at a time yes neck? yes that's so fucking weird <laughs> It's so weird. And they were like, if you want to put it, if you wanted to have a zipper, that's a special request. You you can put a zipper on the back, um, but I don't think her suit has a zipper. So I think she was uh-huh. going in one leg at a time from the neck. That is, is wild. That's like, it's like, like I just picture like a cannibal who skinned somebody and put their skin on. Like that's that how is, I feel about that it. is exactly what it is. Um, so it, it blows up and she has to sew it together and, I didn't this, feel this, bad. This is Army Hammer's fantasy. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't feel bad about this. I mean, it was. Oh, because Scarlet. Who cares about Scarlet? If you want to make that decision, you know, you have to make that decision. It's like a five hundred dollars suit. So, like, um, I like that JoJo or not JoJo. Coco. Coco said that she's. She's like she's going down the runway with a C-section. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, speaking of um, the runways and all that stuff, should we take a break and then maybe get into them? I would love to take a break. Oh. I'm going to go need my cat's belly. I love it. I'm going to go need Adam because he needs me. All right. Please enjoy this break <laughs> from our sponsor if they are there. And we're back. Thank you oh. for being patient with us during that ooh, break. Ooh, How ooh, was the break ooh. for you, Hills? You're Take it to the runway. Runway. Run. 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 Runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. I'm trying to make this song happen like RuPaul did. Listen, she made it happen on season nine when Peppermint and and um, uh, Shay wrote very killer verses to that song. That's that's true, but don't you love it how she's always trying to make herself seem relevant? Just like take it to the runway, runway, and then and, and then the production assistant is like, "Okay, girl, sing along with her. Mama Ru needs us an ego boost." And, and like, someone whispers, someone whispers into Ru's ear, "Stop appropriating Paris is burning if you're not going to cast drag queens." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, trans drag queens is what I meant to say. Well, I mean, luckily we have a lovely series. Uh, Legendary is is starting to really become popular. So, season two is about to start. Pose started last night with yeah. two episodes. Really excited about the ball scene. Well, I don't know if I'm excited about it because I don't know how it's going to be really as television thing now. But like, um, it's really cool that the ball scene is starting to get some notice. It's getting its moment. Um, the ball has existed for so long without going mainstream or without needing mainstream but being appropriated yeah. by the mainstream things like drag race well so, now it will be appropriated just like everything else and i'm sure we're gonna see channing tatum and well um, i mean we do Pamela. like we've already seen like jamila jamil is one of the guests ju- is one of the judges on yeah on on legendary and it's like why are you there you have nothing to do with ballroom it brings a whole new meaning to the term Hollywood ball. Um, hey. Hey. So speaking of part two, this is uh, the runway part of the podcast. And uh, what was uh, today's runway? It was the get to know you ball. Yes, we had nude. We had nude illusion and we had hometown yeah. glory or whatever. Born were. naked and no place like home. Oh, so that's it. You got it. And, and uh, no place like home, which is hometown references right and now, uh, 
Down the runway comes La RuPaul dressed in full drag. However, this was recorded on a different day because Ru's makeup and makeup artist, Raven, were not, um, uh, did not arrive in time (laughs) to to film this episode. I kind of love this because everyone's always makes fun of RuPaul for having a team and and not being able to do it by themselves or whatever. Well, RuPaul can do it. It's just that it won't be at the same level as everyone expects. And so I loved RuPaul's little banter with himself Uh in and out of drag. Uh Uh-huh. And just kind of like saying, I don't care. Who cares? I'm just going to do it at a drag. And Mama Ru's like, I'm okay with that. And they're like, (laughs) 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 and they RuPaul laughed at each other. And it was glorious. I love Ru with Ru. Ru loves talking to Ru. Um, And they have a great banter together. And then sidekicks today are, and all season long, are Michelle Visage Mm -hmm. and... Um, Reese Nicholson. Reese Nicholson, Australian comedian. Australian comedian. Very funny, funny, funny. Wearing Tina Burner's hair. Funny, funny, funny. (laughs) Tina Burner's red hair. Uh, Iron and red. Oh, God, I just burped. But that was a leak burp. It it means it was good. Um, Excuse me. (laughs) And Reese is filthy. Um, I mean, Australians are already known to be very, like, to the point in your face. They will call you a cunt etc um <laughs> he's very his humor is very geared towards gay men mm-hmm. it's very much about like taking it up the arse and things like that oh yeah he's like the andrew johnson of australia is andrew filthy sometimes or well, he's like the trevor boris he's like who are the, who are the... filthy? <laughs> sure sure i'm sure he is who else, who are uh, some of our friends? Kyle Brownrigg. Um, uh-huh. uh, ben uh, Sosa Wright. Brandon Etchmahan. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, all those guys. <laughs> all rolled into what? <laughs> Gay stand-up comedy. Woo! Okay. Hey. Shout out. Shout out over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's no guest judge. Do you no. think there's not going to be a guest judge all season? How are we going to do this? I'm not really sure, but I suppose Reese Nicholson is kind of the the Graham Norton kind of UK yes. kind of style. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I like Reese. I think he's pretty fun. He's fun. He's funny. I'm going to need, though, I'm going to need a Kylie Minogue appearance. I'm going to need a Danny Minogue appearance. Oh, yeah. I'm going to need Nicole Kidman to be a guest. <laughs> I'm going to need Courtney Act. Um, <laughs> She'll ne- they'll never. They'll I, know. never. I, I would love to see Courtney there. The, the, the OG Australian uh, Queen of Queens. She should be hosting it. Let's be real. Like, she would be the perfect host for this show. I know. She's so. She's probably so mad at Blakeland Heights. Like, like totally. <laughs> why are we calling her Blakeland again because I got her name wrong this one time and then it just fit for me <laughs> she always wears a, a, a short wig hairstyle that reminds me of guys named Blake and so now oh I'm my just, god I call her Blakeland <laughs> okay. and if you're listening Blakeland comment below and read me to fill please <laughs> Yes, please comment on our Squirrel Talk Podcast Instagram at Squirrel Talk Podcast. We would actually love that. Please do. <laughs> yeah, please acknowledge us, please. Yeah. Um, All right, yeah. so shall we get into the runways? Runways, run, 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 runways. Get into the Let's runways. Let's category do it. Is, category is uh, new delusions. Or All should... born naked and the rest is drug. 
Yeah, so let's do the nude illusions one by one. Um, starting off with Scarlett Adams in the full body latex suit that was ripped. She patched it up, so it looked fine. It looked like a little, I don't know, hip replacement scar or something. Like a little, like a, like a hernia scar. Yeah. yeah. She just got out of surgery, but she made it, gosh darn it. She had appendicitis. We're very happy that she's here today. And she added a little uh, red morning coat, uh, glamour coat, mm-hmm. whatever you mm-hmm. call them. And uh, some fierce Jag Geo choker, uh, and right. some and some nice, nice, per- beautiful, freshly been fucked hair, uh, glamour hair. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cute. I, I just thought it was a little bit uh, undercooked, and I don't really care for those latex bodysuits. So this is a I, this is a cut for me. I like the latex bodysuit. I gotta be real. Um, the, I mean, uh, it was silicone. Yeah, I enjoy watching them jiggle on the runway. I enjoy the little, um, the vagina hair. I'm happy that there's pubis on this. Did you take a look at the link I sent you for these these suits? I did, they're wild. Because they come with like a, a vagina that is insertable. Yes. And it comes with a little catheter opening for a, a male PP if one has one or-, or What was the thing where that they said, which was like, <laughs> If you want a, a hole for the anus, you have to DM us, like send us a message. <laughs> yeah, the anus is closed. If you'd like a hole, let us know. If you'd like an opening in the anus, you have to request that personally. And uh, uh, any, as we know, as we love, we love a good hole here at the House of Licks Entertainment. Um, we do, H-O-L-E. So uh, you like this, right? Okay. I, I'm gonna nut it, I'm okay yeah. with it. I, you know, I mean, the category is naked and she came out naked. Yeah, I'm happy that we're giving it one nut, one cut, because I think it's kind of a balance. It's like good, but uh, uh, my problem also is like, I thought she was more like the fashion girl. And I don't think this is fashion. I think this is more like costume. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She said she's fashion, but she's not. And it's a little bit too ready to wear for me. Like all of these things are, I bought this here, I bought this here, and I bought this uh, here. Right, Right. and nothing was made for her. Yeah. I kind of wish her name was Scarlett Joe Adams. In my head, I call her Scarlett Joe Adams. All right. Well, Scarlett Joe Adams, you got the cut and you got a butt. All right. <laughs> uh, Maxie's nude illusion was epic. It was that uh, see-through clear plastic foggy Madonna jacket. Yeah, it's a reference to Madonna, I think, from the Vogue era. Um, I love it. It's such a clever way to do nude without doing nude is to show a hint of what's going on underneath there. Also, I love her tattoos. I think she has beautiful tattoos on her arms. Tattoos are very nice. Yeah. And I I love the fact that, you know, as a big girl, sometimes it's hard to hide the lines. And one of the things, this Uh is nude illusion. Uh So we're trying to give an illusion. And so with that, the the foggy kind of jacket, you can kind of hide things more and give a really illusion of it. I, I love this. This is a big nut for me. She looks gorgeous. And the opposite of Scarlett, it looks like this was made for her. Yeah, um, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely going to nut this. I like some shower curtains or something like. Yeah. <laughs> shower curtains and thread fishing line. Um, Maxi. Amazing. Electra comes down that runway. Uh, yes. In the RuPaul reference, the gender fuck RuPaul reference, all in like off white. Um, uh-huh. tight bodysuit, big cloud hair, uh, rhinestone to filth shoulder pads. Yeah. Okay. I like the hair. I like the helmet. I like the shoulder pads. I hate the bodysuit. And you know what? Here's the thing. 
she's got a, a, a gorgeous body that she loves to show off when she's out of drag. I would have loved to have seen her take this more literally to RuPaul's. Like RuPaul was wearing a jockstrap in the original photo. Yeah. Like if she had come out in full boy bod, but like full face and like given us that huge gender fuck, I right. think that would have been really cool. But here we're just like, what are we looking at? It's not even a nude illusion. It's a bodysuit. Yeah. It's like, well, you do have the body for it. So maybe you could just go nude. Like what? It, what's wrong with going nude? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bit, but yeah, um, I think because I like this look in general, I, I'd give it a nut just because I think it's a nice homage. Yeah, I'm going to give it a cut because I think that that's a really glaring omission is to like right. have a bodysuit that doesn't have any nude illusion to it other than the color. Right. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's like half I We like it. We don't like it. Um, et cetera. No, Coco Jumbo. Jumbo's next comes out in the uh, couch cushions attached to a body stocking that looks like <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> You've seen the reference photo? Have you seen the reference photo where it's it's this costume next to a Mrs. Potato Head? Oh, is it? Yeah. So it is supposed to be a Mrs. Potato Head. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's her reference, but like there's a meme out there where it's like this particular runway next to Mrs. Potato Head and they kind of look in the same proportions. It's very Mrs. Potato Head. I thought this is super campy. I can see what judges were kind of talking about. The execution wasn't as great done, but because like, I guess they, it kind of just looks like a bodysuit that you stuck some pillows on that you bought somewhere. But like, yeah. if you look at the pillows, those look like they were constructed. Like those they, are- I like this. I like this a lot. I'm loving the hair. I really like the pillows. I love the eyes on the boobs. I love the lips on the vagina. I yeah. love the giant hoop earrings for bracelets. Like to me- this completely works. And especially with her story of like, I hide behind my drag. Like I hide my body behind my drag. Yeah. I get the, it completely. Was the execution flawless? No, but I mean, the ambition is there. And yeah. I think that's more important. So uh, this is- I don't mind point. the execution. I don't know what's wrong with the execution. Well, it's not because it's not perfect and they want it to look perfect, you know, like eh. factory made. But like, exactly. I, this is so well done. Like good for her. The um, only glaring omission is the um, the neck. Uh, oh yeah, neckline. Yeah, the neckline, the cut of the neck. A, um, lot, of, a lot of the queens had a, a neckline issue that kind of defeats the illusion. Yeah, like I don't know why she chose V-neck here. However, I'm not mad at it because everything else works for me. So I'm gonna yeah. nut this. Yeah, I mean like, I guess the only thing is like if she was going for Mrs. Potato Head, maybe she could have like gone full fantasy and just turned her whole face into a hat or something. You know? I wish she had been thinking Mrs. Potato Head because then I think she would have gone further with it. Yeah, because like that would have like saved the neckline issue. Like it wouldn't have been a double face thing. It just would have been like, yeah. just make your face a hat or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's et cetera, et cetera in her, uh, uh, what did she call it? Filthy glamour or no? Um, oh, oh, non-binary finery. Non-binary finery. This look was shocking to be honest it because it yeah. was like uh very nude she went nude i love that uh she, yeah. she looks great yeah. beautiful finger wave hair nice makeup then she had a deformed boob mm -hmm. uh, that was bleeding yeah uh and then a panty where more blood is coming out of the panty so i yeah i would i'm kind of on the fence because i'm kind of like yes this is a good message is it a bad message? I'm kind of like, not sure. I, it's a little bit mixed messages for me. So I love it, but I also am like, <gasps> so maybe that's a good thing. I know what you're saying. It's like, what are, what are you saying, um, et cetera, et cetera, with this, uh, this take on it? 
Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's provocative. I think it, she looks very fashionable. Um, and I think her makeup and hair are beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to give this a nut. Yeah. Nut for me for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jojo, I'm a hoe comes on out in her, uh, body stocking. And then I guess it's like, do you think up- she fell or do you think that was part of her act? She fell? She start. she came out on the runway, uh, on, like she dropped to the floor. Yeah. Oh, I think it's probably part of her act because it's it, she's it trying... looked like it, but the judges gasped and it made me wonder if, if it was an accident. Well, I thought it was more like, you know, she's kind of trying to be like woman in the wild. I'm yeah. on the prowl like a panther kind of. <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, and then running free kind of like tips out. <laughs> That's um, what I got to. That's what I got to from it. Yeah, she was kind of like an Aboriginal woman, totally new, just out in nature. Yes. Um, she called it, herself pre-colonization, pre-colonization goddess. Yeah. Was, was it a great look? I think it was a fine look. I think there was just some unfortunate errors uh, with like the shapewear. Um, they kind of like either rode up yes. or rode down. And so there yes. was like a weird line that you could very clearly see. Yeah. 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 That line was, was pretty glaring. But uh, uh, I don't blame people for that. That stuff happens. That's just what it is. I, I still nut this look because I think it's fine. And mm-hmm. nice in its simplicity and its message. Yeah, no, I really like it actually. I like all the all the the, the message behind it, and I like the accessories on it. I'm gonna give it a nut. Nut. And then there's Karen from Finance. Uh, this is incredible. I mean, <laughs> she comes out as Mrs. Roper first of all. She comes out yeah. in very much like yeah. Uh, Caftan, 60s, 70s, very caftan-y. Yeah, with uh, sun, uh, sunflower daffodil uh, glasses. Uh-huh. Big yellow hair, cartoony hair. Uh-huh. She and takes that she off. reveals to a bikini in the same print. Same print. And it's beautiful. And she walks around a bit. And she's gleaming. Like, the whole bodysuit she's got on is gleaming. Yeah. And then she removes... the bathing suit as well and she's naked and there's a big yellow bush Uh uh-huh and nipples and not only that the suit has tan lines the tan lines are brilliant like what a wonderful little gag there i mean it's so well constructed so well performed it's just so well done yeah yeah karen from finance coming out and doing the thing beautiful total nut for me Yes. So she's a nut for me as well. And then we have an immediate cut for me, which is Anita Wiglet coming out as Eve of Adam and Eve fame. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of tried and true boring idea. Yes, correct. This kind of reads a little bit to me as like, I had this in the uh, costume room at uh-huh. my club uh-huh. for an Adam and Eve number, which you know you probably did with like, I don't know, Britney Spears is toxic or something right. like that. Of course. And it just doesn't work very well. There's a line at the neck. She doesn't cover it up with a necklace. She cover it up a, with some foliage. You have green on your body, so you put it up at the neck too. You own a club. You run a drag competition show and you left a line on your neck? Yeah. No, I'm not letting you get away with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Like there, like you could have played so much with the green. She she made it like kind of like a bikini form on the bodysuit, but like I would have loved to have seen it come down the arm and cover up her her 
the edges of the sleeves, yeah. cover up the neckline. That snake that's just like dangling behind her, like you should have yeah. made that a whole, that should have wrapped around your whole body. Like it should have been the snake that was covering up your bits. Yeah, it was it was okay. And um, I mean, I think she sold the hell out of it because she's got that really forward energy that's just, I'm a crazy aunt. I'm also Adam and Eve. I'm a yeah. crazy aunt. Look at my snake, you know, but uh, yeah, this was not a good look for me at all. Um, no. So this is a cut for me. And then uh, comes out Kida. Uh-huh. In like an, I don't think it was fitting very well. I think she tried to take it in very ill fitting the boobs are giant but like uh -huh. in a way that doesn't make sense yeah it looked kind of looked like she was trying to pad it out to make it work but like this look obviously is from the days where she had a little bit more girth on her and... yeah because you see it all bunching up at the top everything is sagging it's just not yeah. working for her and the balls i'm sorry no balls on an outfit. Stop yeah. putting balls, everybody. If you do balls, you're in the bottom. You're you're Rock'em Sakura. You're H.O. Hera <laughs> landing in the bottom because of balls. Stop balls. I I, I agree with you. I'm not. I, I I give her a pass for the 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 size difference. It's like I understand that for sure. Right? But the the look itself was just a whole bunch of balls dangling off it, and I was it like, didn't make sense. What does this mean? What was it for? What does this mean? Why balls on a nude look? I don't understand. Is this supposed to be soap suds or why? Like, are they just dangling? That would have been cute if someone them? came out with like cotton balls used use as like you just got out of the bath. That would have been so cute. Well, yeah, but her hair looked kind of like um, Instagrammer hair and beautiful makeup. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not bathroom to me. So like, I didn't understand this look it wasn't well put it wasn't telling me a story agreed that's a cut it's a cut so it's a cut uh and then finally you've got art simone who comes out in a fierce half and half mm -hmm. half is an intergalactic drag queen with a half foam wig glamorous mm -hmm. half is um uh i think a, like naked mole rat like completely nude yeah i love that makeup though like i love the contrast of one side being fully like colorful and bright and then the other side just completely blank yeah um she looks gorgeous this bodysuit is stunning the 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 jewel work on it is wonderful fashion fierce fashion for it, it might be have been done before which might have lost her a couple points because this is actually its own category in drag race technically but um yeah season seven they did a half and half look i think this is a ri an original take on it though i think this is her own version of it Okay, so I'm gonna. I I mean, I definitely nut it. It's good. Yeah. Good look, like fierce. Yeah, we not fierce. Yeah. All right, so I guess category is uh, hometown hero or whatever um, it was. Um, you're no place like home. No place no. like home. <laughs> category is no place like home. Right, because RuPaul loves her Wizard of Oz references, and Scarlett <laughs> Adams loves her Black Swan references. Oh yeah, I I didn't like this look. I the only black swan for me is Natalie Portman. It's, I mean, like if you're not gonna do Natalie Portman, oh, this is Mila Kunis erasure. <laughs> okay, yeah, Mila was in that too. Never mind, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she was great. She was great. Um, okay, so Scarlett, she's wearing what I think is kind of like a basic off the rack dress with an a sequin arm sleeve. It's a big dress off the rack with some feathers at the bottom sequins and then a sequin arm sleeve with a duck head on it 
Yeah. Um, I don't know I, if this is off the rack. It looks like it's well made. It looks, it looks off the rack. It looks like it, it looks off the rack. It does. Um, something like Charismatico Dancewear or something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I love Charismatico. No shade. Charismatico, your outfits are great. I would love them. But um, that's kind of technically off the rack. So, um, see, that's the I, thing. Again, she's saying she's fashion, and I just don't see it. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're going to brand yourself a fashion queen, show me some fashion because this isn't. Yeah, as fashion, like I do love the idea of the hand, the arm being the head. Yeah, I could see you. I could see you in this look, and it would make more sense because you. Yeah, because I don't claim to be fashion. Well, but (laughs) I know that's such shade. But no, you're a puppet queen. Yes. So it even makes more sense for you to like if you did a hometown look with puppets, I'd be like, obviously, right? Um, Because you love a good a good puppet, right? So this is a cut for me, unfortunately. It's pretty basic. It's- I also would like to cut this, Scarlett Joe Adams. Goodbye. Yeah, sorry, Scarlett. So we got Maxi Shield coming out uh, just as a giant prawn, um, or as uh, we call them, shrimp over in the Western world. We have a, per- a burlesque performer here and also drag here in Toronto um, who goes by Prawn Waters. And- <laughs> all does like a prawn act no matter where they perform and it's pretty awesome so i was really happy to see a prawn on the runway yeah oh my god uh it was amazing um i think the story of it is also great because she takes she has a giant prawn head on and then she takes it off and you see her full beautiful mug short hair the hair is really cute and the dress is a full form contour gown um Obvious reference to, um, not Mugler, um, McQueen's famous lobster dress. I don't know this dress. I don't know my fashion references, but I'm proud of you. We we saw it together in Montreal and we took the trip. We went to the- Oh, we saw Mugler. We didn't see McQueen. Oh, it was a Mugler exhibit? Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it was a Mugler exhibit. Anyway. Was Was the lobster there? The lobster dress was there, yeah. Oh. You just don't remember. I don't remember it. No, I don't remember it. Yeah, so it's like a lobster. Anyway, I love a, dr- a gown that is camp because it just throws in the face of gowns what a gown is supposed to be. True. Um, a gown that is made of rainbows is the most camp thing ever. I just love, like, a, a lobster. Dame Edna is 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 filthy for this kind of stuff, you know? Yes. So, um, I'm a big it. Maxi fan. I love the story you told because I never would have... I mean, the... Um, you had talked about the the prawn head coming off and then you eat the prawn. Yeah, because when you eat a prawn, you don't eat it, like half of it, you only eat its tail. So you like, you actually get rid of quite a lot. So you have to take off the head and then you get left with the snack. And of course, Maxi loves eating probably, so. (laughs) I never would have gone there. And I'm glad you did because it makes me appreciate this all the more. Um, The storytelling, I love the storytelling. So this is a total, this is a, shooty badooty nutty nutty bagutty peanut butter sandwich for me so i think yesterday yeah. when we did this i gave it a cut but i think today i'm gonna give it a nut you can do whatever you want sis thank you thank you for joining <laughs> the team all right so we got electra uh electra shock and she's wearing something that is very confusing it looks like it's off of multiple vintage discounts and then store racks and then plus i don't know an arts and craft project stapled to it um it's hideous yeah. so 
she's bringing this back to her where she's from, which is Auckland, which the the original name for it is um, Tamaki Makoto. And she says it's a land of a thousand lovers. And that's why all the hearts and the rainbows. And it's just, I love the story. The Rainbow rainbow print is hard to wear. And when you actually, and then you like have this kind of white dress with hearts uh, attached to it. I think that would have maybe worked, but then you throw on a rainbow Uh feather shrug uh-huh i i mean i kind of question your taste level i think uh, rainbow is tacky on a good day like i think i yeah. cannot stand outfits made of rainbow i can't stand them um, i think her idea was that it was supposed to be like a white cloud and then okay. there's supposed to be some hearts above it and then the rainbow shrug was just supposed to be like, because it goes around your shoulders, kind of like an actual rainbow on top of that coming out of the cloud. Like an arc. Um, it's yeah. it's hideous. Is The thing is, like, the execution yeah. is terrible. The white is so underwhelming. The hearts are so out of place. The rainbow is so tacky. Yeah, it just kind of looked like a tacky ant. Uh, not in a great way. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's a cut. I don't, I mean, it. yeah. It, it was it was ambitious. It was yeah. oh, I don't know what to say. It was it a bit weird. Yeah. So <laughs> then we got Coco Jumbo coming out as King Kong. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so now, um, hold on a second. Where is Coco from again? Coco is from Coffs Harbor, where they have a big banana. Like we have the Big Apple in between oh, Toronto and Ottawa, like just outside yeah. of Toronto. Yeah. They have the big uh, banana, which is why she decided to go with a gorilla eating a banana. Isn't Toronto called the Little Apple? Are we? Yeah, because New York is the Big Apple. Toronto's the Little Apple or the Big Smoke for some reason. Or, or I mean, if you're cool and with it, you're it's the Six apparently. I mean, that's that's a new that's new branding thanks to Drake. But um, yeah, the, the Big Apple, the Big Smoke, it must be because of all the pollution. Like I remember when I first moved to Toronto in 2002, I would drive in from Ottawa and like, you could not see the CN Tower on your way in. There was mm. so much smog. Like Toronto used to be smog town. You couldn't yeah. see the sky. Yeah. It was disgusting. And we cleaned it up. Somehow we managed to clean it up. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I accept that title, the big smoke. That seems like us. 416, big smoke, little apple. All right, so Coco, this is a sexy King Kong. It's well done. Like. It's, think- it's great because of the cutouts, right? Like the, the yeah. chaps are really great. The um the bodice piece that has abs, like that looks really nice. I want to know it's, what material that is. It's beautiful. Good job. Like, I mean, like I would have accepted it just her coming out in a gorilla costume, but she mm-hmm. put some effort into that. And her hair I, and makeup are gorgeous. Yeah, she's she's stunning. So this is a total nut. And who's next? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, oh, what did she wear? Was it gray dance suit with some, like, a cape back or something? It's like a greeny gray. Um, it's like... Some floral embellishments on the arms for some reason. Yeah, with, like, this, like, sh- chiffon skirt. And then, like, on the, on, on the boning, there's, like, a triangle, which she's saying is the parliamentary triangle from, Can- from Canberra. Um, Canberra? I don't know. Um, 
It, but that's that is, some, that is some Kennedy Davenport. I was a chicken on fire, and a guy was looking at my trade and that yeah. is that is like that is rationalization. That is not true. This is a dance outfit, which is I I think fine. Yeah, it's fine on its own, but it's not the story. It's not. This isn't tell me where you're from. No one's gonna no. fucking get. <sighs> I don't like this. This is a cut. It is a cut. So, I mean, yeah, she's clever, but I don't know. This is where I question her taste level sometimes. I was like, I'm not sure, girl. Yeah. Um, okay, so JoJo, I'm a ho. JoJo, I'm a slut. What is it? JoJo, JoJo's a ho! I don't know. JoJo the whore, whatever it is. Um, She's all of it. This uh, is Marie Antoinette or something. That's one of her references. Marie, 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 Marie Antoinette. <laughs> Queen of the Cory, Aboriginal Empire. Um, yeah. What, yeah. Like, like more, um, I don't know, indigenous style braiding, cool hair. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a black silhouette instead of like- and the, She makes everything she wears. She does. Yeah. I, it's, it's beautiful. I think it's well-constructed and it's even yeah. got a cool lift up moment in the train where she's walking away and it says, uh, always will be or something like that. Always was, always, always will be always because was, always will be. Yeah, like apparently like um sovereignty was never ceded in, in Australia. So like yeah, their land it exists as their land. Uh, yeah. So this is a great message dress. I guess some people the judges were confused about some of the rough edges with like, I don't know, uh, a hairline in back or something. I, yeah. I don't think that was that big an issue. I yeah, bigger... back there yeah i mean come on are you serious that's like fixable yeah i had more issue with like her makeup again maybe like i just i don't think the makeup was great <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 i see what you're saying the lashes were very big uh but again and there's this cartoony look but like with no makeup on yeah i just don't think she's a makeup artist she seems to not wear a lot of makeup yeah, but if you're going to have lashes that big and, like, draw cartoon lips... It needs to match the rest. Yeah, like, put some makeup on. Like, right. put, some, put it on. I, I didn't... I don't know. Put it on. Put but that it said, on. I think this look is a nut. She made this. It has a strong message. There was a couple of rough edges. Who cares? Um, I don't know if I want to nut this. Yeah, you're welcome to cut it, you racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it. I just okay. don't like. I don't get a. Uh, there's things to it that I'm like I would tweak. Like the skirt, right, is just very like matte, and I think it just needed a little more something. I don't know. And like I I don't like that there's just a bodysuit under it. I don't. Mm. I, I mean, it's jeweled, but. I wish, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. To me, the, the, the finishes aren't all there. So I'm going to, I have to. Well, I mean, even though she's going for the Maria Antoinette reference for me, I'm like, I don't need her to wear the full hoop skirt. It's okay. Like, yeah. it's just a reference. It doesn't have to be exact. For me, it's okay. Um, all right, moving on. Karen from Finance doing a drunk girl from the Melbourne Cup. 
the Melbourne Cup, which we learned about on Tash Wright's video, yes. is where like the entire city shuts down. Kids are pulled from school and they all go to the racetrack and bet on horses. Something like that. That's that's insane. Thank you, Tash, for educating us on that. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, it's one of those things that you grow up with that you're like, this is normal. And then you, you're like 20 and then you look back at it and you're like, oh, this isn't normal. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's so weird. And like she even talks about like, um, Tash also talks about like everyone's makeup running down their face because it's so hot and like right. your makeup is running your tan your tanning and your self tanner is running on down your legs so let's just um, talk about even just this look in general like it's a it's a, like a orange creamsicle candy cane body contour neoprene dress uh-huh beautiful uh hits just below the knee um and then it's got this uh shoulder piece which is like roughly fuchsia curtains effect yeah wow alone yeah. beautiful hair that is just a little bit messed up with not one fascinator but two one is like this i don't even know what they are like a pinwheel and something else right this look is so camp so well put together uh it's beautiful uh -huh. i love i love this i i yeah, she definitely sold it she looks great um, and not to mention she put on a full production like yeah. she threw money up into the air. She like took yeah. her shoes off. There was toilet paper attached to the shoes. Wildly drunk. You know who she reminds me of is uh, my good sis Visa Decline. Yeah, um, I see it. I definitely see that. With her attention to detail. And mm -hmm. Visa is legendary in the Toronto scene for putting together incredible comedy numbers with high production value and attention to detail, just like this. Love you, Visa. Shout out if you're listening. Yes, Visa, you did it. You're finally on Australia's Drag Race. And ironically, uh, Karen from finance gets a call from Visa and it was declined. <laughs> yeah. They're both a financial queen. Um, so uh, this yeah. is a nut for me. Is this a nut for you? It is a nut. I'm gonna it has to be. It has to be. Come on. Then we got Anita. We got Anita. Anita Wiglet from Lee, uh, New Zealand, uh, comes out dressed like a sheep. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is camp. This is fun. This is much better than her other look. And it is because here's the thing is she's not just coming out in a sheep costume that's like a full body costume that would have just like swallowed her up. There's there's <laughs> shape to this. There's like the top. I would, I would wear that. I would wear that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you would rock it. You would rock it. But there's like the top is a bolero style with like pants yeah. that are cinched at the top. And then you have like there's an elastic waistband. And then pasties, like all of it, and like the even the the way the the helmet with the horns work, like it's just it's that was cute. good. I was good at like it had shape. It what it it was kind of like constructed in a way that the shape was still visible, and yeah, you saw it, and there was attention to detail with the pasties and stuff, and yeah, her energy really matched that kind of ridiculous sheep just kind of going around with her mm. hooves. Uh, total nut for me. Well done, Anita. Yes. And then we got Kia Kita. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought she was Wednesday Adams at first, like a full Wednesday Adams gown moment with big Kasha Davis hair. She's giving us that. Like, remember when Aiden Zane did Wednesday Adams at 38. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, when when when, uh, when Aiden Zane gave us like gothic baseball player, like a Rockford Peach, but like dead. Oh, um, like a league of their own kind of thing. Yeah. Gothics? Yeah. This is what I'm getting as um a gothic rugby player right uh, even the eyebrows are very aiden zane like they're all way up on her head 
Um, I didn't. It, I didn't like the hack joke on the back. Her number was sixty nine. I thought that was a little bit. Eh. Yeah, like that's an old joke. We've all heard it. It's not funny anymore. Like it's just like it. In the air has been let out of the room. Um, yeah, I like when like, like oh, Naomi 69. and and when Naomi and Valentina on All Stars Four did Club ninety six to kind of flip it on its head. You gotta like take an old joke and make yeah. it new. And you, you told not. me this. You told me this yesterday, and my mind was blown because that flew right over my head. I you was had just no like, idea. It was Club, Club ninety six. That's 69. cool. That's original. Wonder where they got that idea from. Mm. <laughs> now, now you know. The I understand. You know. I understand complicated stories like the shrimp uh, yes. story. Yes. But for some reason, things that have to do with sixty nine. Nope. Don't understand. I mean. I got the sex stuff. You got the food stuff. That's yeah, how it might, it might have something to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all have our expertises. Let's just leave exactly. it at that. We all are. right. So who's who's left? Art? Art Simone. Good old Art. Art, Art comes out <laughs> looking fucking fantastic. First of all, wearing this yeah. like um, Paris corner of whatever street in Melbourne, just like yeah. looking beautiful in black with like a short black. It wig. looks like it looks like that woman that you would see shopping at Holt Renfrew. You yes, know? yes, wearing it's a like, cape, like a uh, um, oh yeah, oh, a poncho cape. You just look at her and she's like, oh, she's rich. Okay, yeah, um, she's yeah. got money, and not only that, then she flips it and it turns into a full color graffiti fantasy not only is that really fucking cool but yeah. the way she flips it like she worked that cape like she knew that cape inside out yeah um she knew where it would land she knew how to make it move and then she pulls out this hat out of nowhere i think she where was like, I, I think she was holding it underneath the cape Woo! she like, yeah. like that and yeah, then she must have done but then when she did that flip where did that how did she you know what i mean like where did the hands go um yeah. well you practice it she would she's She's a professional. She's, She's a, a professional. Person. Yeah, she hasn't just worn these looks. She has practiced in these looks. And that's what you gotta do to win. Beautiful. So and amazing. to go from like that colorless, just like black to flipping to bright grungy colors, like graffiti yeah. style. So and and this gorgeous. is and this is the best reveal since um, Blakelyn Heights's Afro dance costume oh. <laughs> I would say it's the best reveal since Violet Choshki's Black yeah. to Tartan. Well, no, but that but Blakelyn did hers after it went go Violet. She did do hers after. I just don't think it was that impressive. I thought it was everything. <laughs> I mean, and don't tell her that because I think she practically won Miss Continental because of it. So mm. wait, did she do that that reveal during Miss Continental? I think so. So <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's a very effective reveal, and I've copied it many times. Thank you, Blakelyn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Violet, we have Violet, we have Blakelyn, and next in the series of amazing gag-worthy reveals, Art Simone. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah. Nut. Oh, such a nut. All right, kangaroos, it's time to get on to uh, who won this thing and who's at the bottom. Um, so our safe girls are Maxie, et cetera, Anita and Kida, but we don't get to see them. Like there's a little untucked, but we don't get to see them chatting in untucked. There's no safe girls untucked moment. Yeah, no. I was I was a little uncertain. I guess this top and bottom kind of makes sense. It's too bad for Jojo to be in the bottom though. I really would I would have replaced um I would actually replace Coco 
with um with Kida. I would have put Kida in the bottom and saved Coco. Yeah. Um, so do you think Kida perhaps might have should have been in the bottom then? I do. Bottom I two? Do. Yeah. I think either Kida or Nita might have should have ended up in the bottom. I mean, they probably will, unfortunately. They're going to at some point, but I think Anita's um, sheep look saved her. Mm. But I don't think the rugby look was that impressive. I, I, I liked yeah. the gorilla better. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So ooh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. But so JoJo and uh, Electra Shock were ultimately in the bottom. Coco was saved. Their bottom two. Our tops were Scarlet, Karen, and Art. And the winner was number one. And uh, lady from finance. Uh, uh, lady uh, from finance. Uh, employee, Karen. employee of the week. Karen from <laughs> finance. She's the winner. She wins $3,000, which is great. I, I really love the fact that they're like spreading out the money. They have like 30 grand to give away to the winner, but apparently they're giving away like, it seems to be $3,000 to each winner every week, which is great. Right. That's nice. However, on an all-stars, we'll see them get $10,000 when they win. So like, or is it five? I think it's 10. I mean, we all know that this show seems a little bit more budget friendly so <laughs> yeah, which I kind of like like I like that they are taking it back like I like when we have somewhere to go I yeah. like I like that it's about the drag and not about the production and that it doesn't feel overly produced I like those yeah. things. Uh, oh absolutely so yeah she wins three grand congratulations Karen uh she killed it Art Simone is probably gonna have some words though because that I mean you think she'll be pressed that she lost I think she's going to be pressed but I also think that she's that type of person that she won't necessarily show it but you'll still be able to boil an egg on her forehead she'll just My be God. Like, <laughs> you know um I know did you know that there's actually a Karen from finance working on this show somebody found the credits who's it Karen it, somebody paused the credits and under <laughs> like finance there was a person named Karen something Karen <laughs> Yeah, in the financial department. There's always a Karen in finance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got our bottom two. What's the lip sync song? The Bee Gees, right? Tragedy. 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 That's it. Um, and we've got uh, Electra and JoJo fighting it out. This is a really fun lip sync. They both it bought was. it. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely very good lip syncers. And... Um, and there was fight. We saw some fight, which I don't always like because I don't like when people step in front of the other person. Like, I don't like when you like. And Jojo initiated that, didn't Jojo she? Jojo initiated yes. it. Yeah, she that, was, that was kind of for a gag just to kind of like do that thing. Yeah. And then she, unfortunately, she didn't seem to have any other tricks. Unfortunately for her, Electra did. <laughs> Listen, not only did Electra have the tricks, but Ele Electra played with it she played yeah. with jojo stepping in front of her she stepped back in front of her she like yeah she she indicated at her in a in in a way that like was and then funny, she slammed like, her pussy she slammed her pussy into the floor vertically uh -huh. lengthwise <laughs> on the beat uh, yeah. that is that is one flexible lady We've seen tricks like that. We've seen splits. We've seen jump splits. But when Electra does it, it's like she gets so much height. She has so yeah. much power behind it. Yeah. She slams it in there. It's like it was very exciting to watch Electra but do it. Also, we've seen those tricks, but also she didn't just do a front split. She did a side split. She uh -huh. did both. Yeah. Like, yeah. and well. Like, you know what? No, no, no. Like, 
splits are sometimes you know you know you're like oh those yeah. are splits but like those are incredible splits like those yes. are gag worthy so good for her yeah correct she did she really killed it um and she, yeah so she really played well with what, what she was being thrown during this number and i mean like she kind of was rough around the edges to start i knew she must be very talented she proved uh -huh. it here She's uh -huh. a talent. She's very talented. So yeah. yeah, she may not have the looks, but she's definitely got the talent. She can act, we've seen, and she can improvise and she can dance. So And of course that means unfortunately Jojo Zaho goes home, which is kind of breaks my heart because I was I was really excited just learning a lot about uh Aboriginal culture in Australia and yeah. Australasia and Oceania or whatever you want to call it. So she killed it with the representation. She brought so much. Fab originality. Fab originality. She said That's it like seven times. I only heard it the second time I watched the show. I was like, I only heard it once. I only heard her say it at the end. Oh, she says it throughout the whole show. You, yeah. Huh. <laughs> oh yeah. I bring a fab originality list. Yeah, constantly. Um, I definitely miss her. Uh, she had some of the most amazing one-liners in this one yeah. episode. I'm so disappointed that we're not going to get more. You're standing on your chiffon. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to miss her. Like she really brought, brought the representation. She, she killed it. But uh, yeah, it's really educated me really fast. This was a really packed full episode one. It was like, compared to a typical episode of USA drag race where you, yeah. you kind of get through it and you're like, did anything happen? Yeah. Did anyone go home? No one went home for four episodes. This episode, they did like 17 challenges, did two runways. We learned tons about them. Wow. And it was all under an hour. Like, this is great. This is a good show. Yeah, it was. It was very well done. I was very pleased with it. I can't wait to see next week. I do get annoyed when we have a cast of 10 and only two of them are POC and the first person out is POC. Yeah. And can't control it like it's it's based on how well they did although not always the show tends to be overproduced uh yeah, i think i think yeah it's unfortunate i mean kita or anita might have perhaps ended up in the bottom uh yeah it's too bad it's too bad but um well jojo's lovely can't wait to see more from her definitely open up my eyes um i can't wait for the next episode Indeed. Next week is the Snatch Game. If, if anything's telling you that this is a group of performers, putting the Snatch Game in the second episode is like, yeah. these are fun girls, Boa. This is what a fun <laughs> girl actually looks like. So um, oh. pay, pay attention. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> Bella. Fun girl. We love. <laughs> You're a fun girl. Um, okay. So what are you going to do for the rest of the day? I have a busy day, actually. I have to edit this podcast and upload it. I have to talk yeah. to Vicky about how to do that. Yeah. I have to... Oh, I'm taking a pilot writing class. So I have that tonight. Oh my God, you do have a busy day. So I'll let you go. I'm just going to sit alone and make a cheese sandwich and eat more quiche. Aw, jealous. Eat yeah. the quiche. Eat the yeah. quiche. I'm sorry, baby. Um, okay, well, it's been fun. We'll see you all next week, squirrels. Welcome back to the podcast, Hillary. Thank you. All right, goodbye now. Mm. Bye. Bye, everyone. Love you. Mm. As I guess you're sipping. <laughs> <laughs> you <bet. laughs> 
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 